Coming up, what does change look like for media agencies in 2017? Hello and welcome to IDCom's Media Snack, episode 61. So this episode we're devoting to talking about change as it relates to media agencies. Yeah. Um, you'll have seen in recent weeks uh, that we've been focusing on change, which is we announced is our word of the year. So you can watch episode 59 uh, to understand that. And we looked at three areas that that might impact. Yeah. Last week, we dealt with the impact of change on the advertiser side. And this week, we're going to talk about specifically about agencies. That's right. And so we uh, received a number of questions from the agency side. Yep. We've selected three, one from a network CEO, mm -hmm. one from a, a media planner, and interestingly, yep. one from a publisher yep. that we're going to address. All looking at how media agencies might change or adapt to change uh, in the coming year. Yep. All coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Okay, let's start with... A question that came from uh, a CEO of a, of a network media agency. Okay, uh, and the question is, we are getting squeezed between the demands for holding company returns mm -hmm. and then clients seeking lower and lower fees. The reality of transparency is that we go bankrupt. How do you see this new business model actually working? Yeah, and I, I think this is the crux of the matter, and this is the source of the problem that we've had to deal with now in the last 18 months around yeah. trust and transparency. The biggest issue is clients shouldn't be looking to squeeze the agencies on fees. Okay? Mm. It should be uh, an honest and fair and open discussion on what level of remuneration the agency needs to manage that business appropriately. Yeah. And in exchange for that, then transparency should be delivered. Okay. Um, where advertisers go in and continue to squeeze agencies on fee, mm -hmm. uh, the result is more opaque practices. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And so for, for those agencies, not all agencies, but some or few agencies who, let's say, who may derive significant incomes, not from the client, but perhaps from the vendor side, mm. uh, they're under huge pressure to maintain the opaque practices because if you've got shareholders yeah. who are seeing healthy media incomes and those aren't coming from the client side but they're coming from yeah. uh, from the business model and perhaps from the vendor, vendor side uh, you don't want transparency we heard well, an analyst say to us you know transparency is not good for investors in these in these groups absolutely. if a lot of income is being derived from non-transparent practice but where but i think i think advertisers i think agencies want to be paid fairly mm. and uh, you know the the desire to uh, have undisclosed income uh, is is only there simply because they don't feel that they're going to be paid properly and appropriately mm. by the advertisers. Yeah. If that was to change, if that discussion sat at a very senior level and it was very honest and open mm. and the advertiser was open to paying appropriately, then yeah. I think that there would be less desire to perhaps secure income and revenue streams from through undisclosed means. Yeah. So that, but that means, again, it comes back to what we were talking about last week, which is it's change, behavioural change on the advertiser side. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, to play devil's advocate from 
on that is the marketer would say, well, an agency needs to account for the value it creates before I'm going to invest in that, before I'm going to buy that. That's right. At the moment, I might pay you know, a 2% commission, but if you want me to pay substantially more than that or pay you know, a transparent fee which accounts for more than, than that commission, uh, then I need, to, I need to believe that you're going to drive a business outcome. I need Absolutely. to understand the value that you're going to create. So I think for, the, for a network CEO who's saying you're being squeezed on, on both sides, well, you can't, in some ways, you've got to decide what kind of business you're going to be. You're either going to be wholly focused on the outcomes of the advertiser and be able to account for the value that you create through you know, data fueled insight, strategy, yeah. planning, efficient buying, those kind of things. Uh, or you have a business model which is going to you know, max revenue from, from the other side and then don't be surprised if advertisers don't have great trust in you yeah. and won't pay you for value that they can't see. Absolutely, but I, I think that there is no better time and no greater desire to have these very open uh, and frank discussions at both advertiser and agency side. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll see more of those taking place. And all it takes is a few brave advertisers to set a precedent, and um, yeah. and you know we'll 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 see things change. Yeah, I think so. Thanks. Right. Next up, uh, this question comes from an agency media planner, and yeah. this is going to you because you were once an agency. I was. Um, I'm a bit tired of the negativity and the bad headlines around media. I think we do good work for clients. Yep. How does this get resolved? Where does it end? Yeah, and I've got, I've got a lot of sympathy for that type of question, which we hear quite a bit. And we hear it from agency leadership as well, don't we? Yeah. Which is like, you know, it's quite demotivating for people in the agencies to hear these kind of negative, mm -hmm. negative headlines. And if you work in a media agency, it's fair that you you know you might be getting a bit sick of you know everybody saying that it's you know dodgy and untransparent and corrupt and all this and it's all about rebates and and I think it's more or most acute when you're a planner yeah because you know you're really quite removed from that the commercial and the trading side and um, I know from experience you know you're often focused on you're you're so acutely focused on trying to help your clients achieve their business objectives or their marketing objectives yeah. and so that is your focus and it can be I can sympathize that it would be quite demoralizing with all the negativity around that um, how does it play out it, it depends probably which type of agency you're in um, I think there are two there are probably two scenarios there's the uh, there's the optimistic scenario mm -hmm. which says you know you're doing great work and Increasingly, as advertisers take media more seriously and they see it as an investment in growth, yeah. they are going to want smart people like you to provide them data-fueled insights and strategic plans for media which unlock competitive advantage yeah. and makes media more accountable for growth and therefore you're going to be a hero and celebrated and the agency will be paid, the client will pay the agency based on the value that you create. Mm -hmm. um, that's great, I hope that happens. Uh, an alternative reality is that perhaps media, you know, the, the term media agency is, is now 
you know, all this negativity, if you like, or, this, or the, the lack of trust or the suspicion around agency practice, perhaps it's reached a point where it's quite hard to come back from that. Mm. Perhaps the prevailing wisdom amongst advertisers is that there's something not working with the current media agency model yeah. because it's become so wholly focused on the commercial. It's become so obsessed with price and discount and auditing um, that it's not something which advertisers see as strategic and insight-driven and objective and value-creating. So perhaps the brand of media agencies is just a little bit tarnished mm -hmm. now, beyond, beyond repair. Uh, and so what does that mean for a planner in a media agency? Well, the opportunity is to then try and disrupt from within, I think. Uh, you know, so I think we'll either see uh, different types of businesses get involved in that more strategic part of marketing. You'll yeah. have, you know, it's only a matter of time, I think, till the consulting companies start offering that up, management consultants, um, people like that. I think you know we've started to see uh, burgeoning independent kind of media planning, you know, much more strategic yeah. agencies coming up. They're going to be disruptive, and you know we're seeing I think within even the large groups the establishment of you know like disrupting from within. Hearts and Science at Omnicom is a good example. Yeah. We've used that a lot, but there are others now coming through that are disrupting the existing model. Um, and perhaps if you're a planner and you really believe passionately about doing great work, you know, maybe it's time to you know, move out of what's known as a media, big media buying agency and find, find your place where you can really genuinely kind of add value uh, to a client. You had me sold on the more optimistic. Yeah, approach. well, there we go. We're, you know, we're a bit yin and yang on that stuff. But uh, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, think, I, think, I think you're right. I think it, you know, we're at a juncture, aren't we? We're right. at a crossroads. Uh, my perspective, my instinct on this is that uh, you know, if you're a junior, you're a young planner in the business, continue to invest in doing the best work that you possibly yeah. can for, 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 for your client. Trust and rely on your senior management to uh, have the right kind of conversations with clients yeah. that will kind of redress the balance. Yeah, um, and get the right briefs. Yeah, absolutely. Be inspired, but don't ever compromise on the, the quality of work that, that you do, um, yeah. because uh, that's, a, that's certainly a slippery slope. So um, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see, but that's a great question. So the final question we'll deal with um, actually is one that we got from a publisher, interestingly, talking about the change of the agency model. Yeah. And the question was, who is going to change this, was the question. And then they said, for some publishers to survive the next few years, the media buying model needs to change to make sure that a fair amount of income reaches us yes. as a publisher. I think Absolutely. That means, yeah. And I completely sympathize with this as a question. And this is a major issue. Um, reports suggest that in some cases, the publishers receive only 30% of the price of the inventory that they're selling. Yeah because of the media supply chain. Yeah. Okay, and, and that was the test that Guardian did that yeah, test, didn't they, right. where they, they realized they were only getting they 30 bought, They bought their own inventory and they realized that they're only receiving 30% of the yeah. cost of it because of the, the supply chain and all the different elements and, and how they thin slice that kind of revenue. Yeah. Um, how are we gonna change this? Who's gonna be asking the tough questions? Well, I think it's probably the advertisers that need to instigate it. Yeah. Again, yeah. without putting all the responsibility onto yeah. the brand site, I think it is their responsibility. And, 
And they should be asking the question of their agencies, what does this value chain or supply chain look like? Mm. And interrogating all of the different elements and the value that they provide to that process. Uh, and if they're not providing any value to it, then why is revenue being sucked out of the process? Yeah. And once you tighten that up, what is left should be going to the publishers. Yeah. And that feels fair and appropriate. Yeah, true. Um, and this, the question didn't come from The Guardian, by the way, but it did come yeah. from a, what you might call a premium publisher um, online. And uh, you know, I think for those premium publishers that are, that are really finding this quite difficult, because they're, again, they're being squeezed on both sides, they're having to invest, like their cost of creating content is quite high. Yeah. You know? This is related, again, to the kind of fake news thing we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. They're having to invest a lot in creating the content, uh, but yet they aren't able to kind of really necessarily premiumize their audience. And I think one of the big issues or challenges of this is advertisers f being focused on audience-based buying. Mm. So they just want to obviously reach certain types of people, but they don't really care specifically where that is. Yeah. Um, my inclination as a marketer would be actually I do care the, the environment and the that's context right. in which my message sits. I think it's important. Mm -hmm. I think that's the art of media planning. I think that's why planners might be frustrated because yeah. you know you, you, you do a lot of your strategic work and then the ads could be appearing in any kind of number of places, not, not least you know, undesirable places, but just actually places which are not, don't create great affinity for your, your brand or are not the right environment for your message. There needs to be more control yeah. by the advertiser on that. You need to specifically say, you know, maybe you don't want to just do audience-based buying because that will, I think, will tend to find that ad dollars flow to the cheapest places of reaching mm -hmm. certain individuals, perhaps rather, rather than the best places to reach those, those, those people, the best place for your brand. Yeah. So the premiumness is getting flushed out of the system. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm not surprised that then publishers, of course they're struggling because their costs are, are high yeah. and their income is dropping and they're having to you know, pay to you know, get, uh, generate more and more audience. Yeah. Uh, so really squeezed. And it would be a, a terrible shame if, if a significant yeah. kind of news outlet or major yeah. publisher was not able to survive this business Absolutely. model. And the one thing that gets compromised is the content, the quality of the content. Yeah. Uh, which sounds crazy. Great. Uh, thank you so much for the questions. Next week, we're going to be looking about how change will impact the accountability and measurement of media in 2017. Uh, but that's all for this week. Thanks for watching. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.